Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. For tuning. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 180. The Long Island CW Club recorded live on Thursday, September 5th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE, and Rich Collins, K2UPS, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Dr. Ralph Fedor, K0IR, and Dr. Glenn Johnson, W0GJ, were here to talk about the Pitcairn Island de-expedition. And if you missed that show, you can listen anytime. Just go over to hamtalklive.com or your favorite podcast app or YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast over on WTWW, that's 5085 AM, Saturday evenings at about 6.30 PM Eastern Time. So get your CW questions ready to go. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after the interview by calling 812-638-4261. I'll give you that number again here in a moment so you can write that down and have it ready to go. We'll talk to Howard and to Rich for a little bit. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll take your calls. And that phone number is 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. You can also tweet us. Get over on Twitter. We're at Ham Talk Live on Twitter. And if you're listening on Spreaker, you can type into the comments and that'll pop up here as well. So I'll be back with Howard and Rich right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It's time to get the transceiver that's best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. 
It has RF direct sampling, 110 RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. And, of course, the IC7800. 7851 keeps your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC7851 is the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, high-resolution spectrum waterfall display, enhanced PC connectivity, and an SD memory card slot. For more information on ICOM radios, be sure to visit ICOM America dot com slash amateur at ham talk live we have a million dollar request guarantee you give us a million dollars and we'll do a show about whatever ham topic you request guaranteed soon you'll know the rhythm of the code a dit is a dot a da is a dash the rhythm of the code alpha Bravo! Charlie! Well, a little rhythm of the code for you tonight since we're talking CW. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. And thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show once again tonight to uh, help bring you all kinds of things about amateur radio and uh, give you a chance to call in and talk with the experts. Well, tonight we have Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE. He's been a ham since 1965 at the age of 13. And Rich Collins, K2UPS, has been licensed for 37 years and is an over-the-road driver for, you guessed it, UPS. Uh, They both hold extra-class licenses. And together they founded the Long Island CW Club. So we're going to talk about that tonight, but... The cool thing about the Long Island CW Club is you don't have to be in Long Island to join it. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So, uh, Howard and Rich, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having us tonight. Our pleasure, uh, Neil. Thank you, Neil. Well, we want to talk a little bit about the club and, and some of the uh, training that you offer. So first, let's talk about the club itself a little bit and what your goal was by forming the club. Okay. Well, it happened uh, back in 2017, Neil, right after field day. Um, Rich and I realized that there was a big demand for CW operators in field day, especially because you get uh, double the points for CW than you do sideband. And there weren't enough operators around. So I came to Rich um, in that particular summer of 2017. I said, how about we we start a CW club on Long Island so that we can kind of home grow some operators uh, that can be of value to other clubs? And Rich um, immediately said yes. And by the time we got um, uh, done building the website and getting all our ducks in the rows. We started at the club in um, January of 2018, 
thinking that we would just be local. But we decided instead of being confined to a brick and mortar situation, we would use uh, Internet video conference to expand our reach and make it easier for people to uh, take our classes rather than have to go to a particular venue. And with the video conference platform, we were able to reach out all over the country and within a very short period of time, in a year and a half, we have built the club up to 205 members in 33 states and five countries, and we give 14 classes per week, all by video conference, Neil. All right. Well, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Now, you're, you're unique in this. You know, you you have both the local and the online uh, options. So so let's talk a little bit about this unique hybrid of ways that you connect with members, and and we can talk a little bit about some of the local stuff that you do, and then then how you bring everybody in that's that's not in uh, Long Island. Well, yes, um, it was a kind of a contemporary thing to do. You know, we've heard, unfortunately, with uh, a lot of ham radio clubs that sometimes um, they're struggling to keep their members um, coming to meetings. But with the video uh, conference aspect, people don't have to leave the comfort of their home and they can come to our meetings and our presentations um, whenever they want. So besides giving CW classes, we have um, lectures that we do um, online uh uh, with video conference, we give presentations on everything from um, vintage gear uh, like boat anchors uh, to soda and poda uh, operations to satellites uh, to mag loop antennas, whatever uh, is of interest to the people. But at the same time, we have your traditional brick and mortar activities. For example, we did with um, another major club on Long Island as a joint venture, we had a build-a-thon before the summer where we got together about 30 guys in an actual facility and we built a keyer kit, a QRP keyer kit. At the same time, we had 12 of our members from out of state watching this on video conference with an instructor right there and they were building at the same time we were. So I don't think, Neil, anybody else is doing this type of stuff in the country. So it kind of all fell together like that, and it's working out very well. So we have hybrid events, and then we have our traditional events. The club is very into a QRP. We happen to be the Long Island chapter of the NAQCC uh, QRP organization. Every month we go out in the field and do QRP down at the beach uh, because we get out very well uh, antenna-wise down there. We go to uh, museums together. We go to auctions. We have lunches um, in a beautiful um, uh, uh, restaurant about every three or four months. We've been up to W1AW together. So we do all the traditional radio clubs, but we have that aspect of being a hybrid also. Yeah, I I like the idea. And and a lot of uh, presentations are brought in on Skype at club meetings, but... uh, you know, like you said, there's there's not a whole lot of people doing activities over Skype and and over these uh, video conferencing things or Zoom or, or whichever one you use. 
And, you know, I, I think that's, that you're on to something. I think you've got something that uh, can really um, expand. So um, that sounds like a great idea, and I, and I, uh, I welcome it for sure. So tell us a little bit about teaching CW over uh, video conferencing. How can uh, people learn CW from your instructors, and how can people go about signing up for that? Well, signing up, we have the, the website that's uh, longislandcwclub.org is our website. And there's a membership tab you can kick, uh, t- uh, click on that, and then you'll, you can send us a message in it. You'll be interested in joining up, and we'll send you some more information. Um, but what, once, you're, uh, once you've joined up, we have classes at all different levels, from beginners, people who have uh, don't know any letters, any words, or anything in, in Morse code, never even tried it before, but want to learn it to people who maybe know some of it but never really progress too far or uh, they're, they're only able to get on the air maybe five or six words a minute um, and they're very, very self-conscious about that or they're, maybe somebody knows it and they can help hold their own at 10 to 15 words a minute but they, they're struggling to get up to 20 or 24 words a minute and be able to just head copy and, and have a conversational CW without worrying about writing everything down. Um, and with the, uh, with the Zoom video conferencing that we use, we're able to see the students, not just hear them, but we can see them, how they're reacting to it. Um, and I think they actually help each other through the camaraderie of, of the other students in the class is helpful. I mean, sure, can, can you uh, look at some of these apps on cell phones or programs and teach yourself CW? Sure, some people can do that, but a lot of people... Uh, don't have the motivation on their own to stay with it and stick with it. Um, and if they're in a group situation and they see other people uh, trying to learn the same thing that they've tried to learn, I think they really um, can help each other through that. Uh, and it's been really beneficial. I mean, I, 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 when Howard had said when we started the club, um, I thought it would just be a local thing. Maybe a few dozen guys on Long Island here that would meet and talk about CW and maybe try to teach some other local people. Um, never really originally planned on this online teaching, but it's just, it's really taken off far faster than we ever thought it would. Uh, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun to see people when it starts clicking for them and CW, everybody seems to pick it up at a different rate and that's fine. But when they finally get it and you can see them smiling and nodding because they, they're understanding what's being sent, that's what makes it all worthwhile. Well, that, that sounds like a, a great uh, plan, and I know um, you guys are also, uh, or at least Howard, I know, because uh, we talked about this, is NCW Ops, which also has an academy, and they do some some things over over Skype. But uh, you all have uh, your own version of this, and, and some of the activities that go with it, and um, you know, so th- this is another option, another way to to get in and learn CW. If you're, you're trying to do that and, and I'll, I'll share the little story here, uh, since, since we have some time, uh, when I got into, uh, ham radio at five years old, uh, my dad and I did it together, but mom would have absolutely nothing to do with it. She, she didn't have any interest at all, but when we started learning Morris code <clears throat> and we were talking to people and she had no idea what we were saying. <laughs> that was the trigger. 
<clears throat> excuse me, uh, that was the trigger. And, and so the next year after we went to a code class, the next year she went to the code class, not to become a ham, but so she could find out what we were saying <laughs> and, uh, and it, it got her hooked. And, and then she ended up getting a license and she ended up getting on and, and using it and talking to people on, on code and on, um, on FM as well. And, uh, so it, you know, it, it, it kind of got her interested into ham radio because she just had to know what we were saying. <laughs> It's almost like uh, the version today would be parents getting to know how to use Instagram so they could follow what they're uh, exactly. on Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat to follow what their kids are doing. Uh, you know, back in the 60s, we would live and breathe CW, and there were a lot of hams our age back then, even in class, and we would pass notes written in Morse code um, <laughs> so nobody else would know what we're doing. So it's something similar to what uh, you were saying. But backtracking a little bit, Neil, um, CW Ops is an excellent organization. I'm a lifetime member with that. And when their uh, a sprint gets on the air on Wednesday night, it lights up the band with, with hundreds of operators. It's something to behold. Um, they're doing a fantastic job. What our angle is, as far as um, what our um, guideline is, is that the most important class that we have, we have all different types of beginners classes, intermediates classes. We have sending classes. Um we have, I think, something very unique in a QSO class. Now, how does that work? We're all on Zoom, you know, internet video conference at the same time like we always are. But at the same time, people have their rigs on. We all get on the same frequency and we try and hear the same station, no matter what state we're in. Sometimes even East Coast and West Coast can hear the same station. And then all the students take turns working that station. I do the decoding to take the pressure off them to handle the entire QSO because it's a little bit nerve wracking for beginners. And therefore, they don't have to worry about the speed that's being sent or the QSB or the conditions. And they concentrate on their sending and what we call the QSO protocol. You know, how to do the QSO. RST comes first, then QTH, then name. How do you sign off? Uh, do you say the weather? Do you talk about your rig? All of that, they concentrate on that, and I help them um, with the decoding. So all our classes are dedicated to that, and we try and get people on the air within three months of starting with us, um, no matter what. As long as they can send 599 and their call sign, we get them on the air in the QSO class, and that's the binder that keeps them interested and um, motivated to keep learning. Yeah, I like that because uh, you get some practical experience, and um, you know there there's there's people out there like uh, like Gordo who you know does uh, vacuum cleaning while the code's going on because that's a reality. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like that you're you're getting on and getting some of the QSB and and some of the you know. Uh, some of the interruptions and the noise and everything to, to adjust to that, because that's, that's something that you have to work through. Well, you know, when they first get on, um, they're very nervous. And when they make their first QSOs, it's very rewarding. And we all give them a round of applause. And then most of them need to take a cold shower after that because they're all broken out <laughs> in a hot sweat. But every time they come back to the QSO class, it gets better and better and better. 
so that's what we do. Um, Rich is very involved in the beginners classes. He runs four beginners classes uh, uh, and gives them um, a really good foundation. We have quite a few teachers. Uh, uh, we have classes every single night, and we have different teachers. All right, very good. Well, we're going to take a break here. And then uh, we're going to come back with Howard and Rich, and we'll take your phone calls and questions online and, and talk a little bit more about the Long Island CW Club after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm having an antenna party and I ran out of PL259s. Oh, come in. Thank you. Would silver-plated PL259s from Tower Electronics be too good for your guests? Those will be fine. Thank you. You saved my life the other night. Oh, the PL259s from Tower Electronics? Yes, they were very successful at the antenna party. My antenna works like a charm. Then how can you ever thank me? I'll try to think of something. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They have adapters, cables, antennas, soldering supplies, and meters too. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. We put the ham in Ham Talk Live. Thanks, as always, to Tower Electronics for bringing Ham Talk Live your way each and every week. On their HamFest schedule this weekend, September 8th, they'll be in Findlay, Ohio. And then September 14th and 15th, they'll be in Peoria, Illinois. And if you're not at one of those, you can find them online at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time for your questions now. So if you're listening live on Thursday night and you have a question for Howard and Rich, give us a call. The phone number, it's 812-638-4261. 812-NET-HAM-1. Or you can tweet us. It's at hamtalklive on Twitter. And if you're listening to us on the podcast edition or over on WTWW, sorry, it's a replay. We're not here. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to some questions here. And we do have one that uh, is in on Twitter. And uh, Rich, I think you're going to take this. Uh, this is from Jacob, KG7EQN. And uh, Jacob wants to know, what advice do you have for someone learning CW on their own? Due to time constraints, I don't have time to sign up for a class. I would love to, but with young children, it's not an option right now. So any suggestions for Jacob? Sure. And and, uh, thank you for listening to us, Jacob. We appreciate that. Um, Basically, I could tell you, I I know what it's like to have kids at home or distractions at home that take away from your time. 
Um, I've had three kids, although they're grown up now. Uh, one is still home, but I got three dogs that act like kids sometimes. So it's it's tough to get a, a quiet moment to um, to get in there and work on it. But the, the biggest thing is just daily practice. Uh, that would be the, the most important thing I could suggest to you. Um, you know, it, it's you're going to get out of this whether you're doing it on your own or, or through a group like ours with the Long Island CW Club. Um, you know, daily practice is key. Uh, it, it's um, it, and you have to really want to do this. Uh, we have some people that start out, and, and you can tell maybe they just they don't have the real drive in it. But most of the people really do, and uh, they will be successful. Um, it's it's not as easy, I think, doing it on your own. I think it helps to be in a class atmosphere, and that's one thing with our group because we have classes at all different days of the week and at different times. You're not locked into a specific time slot, uh, and we don't have a very rigid schedule. Uh, or format as far as the classes, where they're going to say the beginner's class is going to run for two months and then, that, you know, that's it. And if you didn't finish by then, well, you have to take it over again. That's not the case. Uh, we work with people even individually. Uh, if it takes you a little bit longer, we'll work with you as long as it takes to get you on the air and, and comfortable with the code. Um, but, you know, it's like I said, even doing it on your own or with us, it's I think daily practice is, is going to be the key. And listening to uh, live code on the air as much as you can, even when you're learning. You're not going to understand a lot of what's going on, but listen to it as much as you can under real uh, on-the-air conditions. Um, that would be my suggestion. All right. Well, if you have a question, give us a call at 812-638-4261. Uh, if you spell that out, that's 812-NET-HAM-1. 812-638-4261. Or you can do like Jacob did and, and tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And if you're on Spreaker, you can uh, type into the comments and uh, we'll check those. In fact, let me check over there right now and don't see anything on the comments. Okay, so so we're uh, caught up here, but uh, give us a call, 812-638-4261. And... Uh, We'll try to get your questions answered. So you, we mentioned CW Ops Academy, and, and you mentioned uh, a little bit of, of the differences here. Let's let's kind of compare and contrast because CW Ops Academy obviously you know does a great job, and you guys obviously do a great job. So let's let's try to find you know what might be the better fit for certain people. Well, the difference I would say between the two organizations is um, CW Ops prepares and teaches their students for their sprint. Uh, the sprint is a contest that they run three times a day uh, every Wednesday, and it's just like any contest, rapid fire um, and high speed uh, contacts, and in their case, it's the um, member number of the organization that's always assigned to one uh, individual and the name. And you exchange that and you move on to the next one. We're not exactly teaching for the sprint or for the contest. We're teaching for the QSO. Um, most of the people in our club really want to rag chew and know how to do it. And they also want to head copy, not so much for a 35 or a 40 word a minute contest exchange, but they want to put the pencil down and be able to sit back in their chair and head copy a rag chew. So that's where 
we dedicate our focus to, and I would say uh, that's the difference. Both have very valuable um, spots in the world of CW. Anybody these days who's promoting CW or ham radio to keep it going um, deserves um, some credit. But to compare and contrast, that's where I would say would be Neil. Very good. 812-638-4261 is the phone number. Give us a call or give us a tweet and we'll get your questions in on here. Um, so let's say, you know, there's there's somebody out there like, like Jacob that uh, is trying to do this on their own. What tips do you have if, if that's just the only option and, and they're not able to get into the the CW Ops Academy, or they're not able to make any of the, you know, uh, scheduled classes that you have, even though they're they're you know, widely varied on dates and times. If somebody well, is trying to do this on their own, what do you suggest they do? Well, uh, just just to say, I mean, for for Jacob, Jacob, if you take a look at our website, longislandcwclub.org, and go over to the calendar page, right now we're on summer break. We only have three classes a week. But if you page back from, let's say, June backwards, you'll see what our time schedules are. It's all in uh, Eastern Standard Time. I don't know where you are. You sounded like you had, I think, a, a W7 call, so he's probably out west. We have classes going up till uh, 7 or 8 o'clock your time and sometimes every day. Um, You'd be hard-pressed not to be able to find one of our classes. Anyhow, as I always offer to any student, since I'm retired, I'm available anytime somebody wants to have a private lesson and there's no extra cost or anything for this. We have some people that have some very sophisticated careers. We have one guy who's a um, a uh, orchestra leader, and he travels um, all over the world. And he's taken lessons from me. He's called in from China uh, just to have a private lesson. We have time differences between the USA and Australia, where we have some members, and also Europe. And I've given private members uh, private lessons to th- those members too. So if there's a will, we are flexible. You, it doesn't matter if you miss a class. So what I'm trying to say is it's very important to be tied in to a community like like Rich was saying, because when you're doing something abstract like CW, it's like learning a language. If you don't have anybody to commiserate with and share your experiences and your trials and tribulations and encourage you along, you're you're probably not going to make it through. It's 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 very hard to learn CW and you got to be there in a community. Can you do it? Sure. But we really encourage people to get involved in some sort of group. Having said all of that, Neil, if it was all impossible, practice 15 or 20 minutes a day, do it every day, and listen, like Rich said, on the air, um, even if it's W1AW, so you get to understand what band conditions are and what they do to CW, because that's eventually what you're going to copy. You're not going to be copying a computer. All right. Well, there you have it. And, and there's all kinds of, uh, you know, software out there too. Uh, but, um, you know, obviously the, the class thing is, is the way to go when you've got somebody there to, to work with you, but, um, there, there's software out there too, that'll help. Um, so 
those are some options. So if there's some other people out there uh, like Jacob that are uh, under some severe time constraints, you know, those are some options. All right, well, let's take uh, one more standby here for some calls at 812-638-4261 or give us a tweet at HamTalkLive and we'll try to get your questions answered here tonight. We're talking with um, Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE, and Rich Collins, K2UPS, the founders of the Long Island CW Club. So um, we'll take some more questions here as those come in, and then we'll finish things up tonight. So 812-638-4261. Now, I, I got to talk to Rich a little bit about this because, you know, you've gone through several call signs, but this this UPS thing, uh, we, we were figuring out that, that you know, you, you drive over the road for UPS. So we were, we were doing some quick math there. I think Howard was, was calculating, uh, before the show, how many, how many miles you've logged and how many times you've been around the globe. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the K to UPS is a vanity call. Um, I got that, I think shortly before I got my extra class license, probably about 12 years ago now, I guess. Um, and I was trying to think, well, if I get a vanity call, what should I get? Should I get my initials? Which I did? And for some reason, UPS popped in my head. I said, well, that, that might be fun. And I checked, and it was available. So I put in for it, and I got it. And I got to tell you, I've had a lot of fun using that call uh, on the air. I get a lot of comments. You know, people ask, do you actually work for them? Yes. You know, <laughs> did they give you permission for it? No, they didn't have to. <laughs> um, but I've, I've been with UPS now. I'm in my 32nd year. Um, started out in the little brown package cars, as they call them, even though they're small trucks, they call them package cars. And after about 10 years, moved into the tractor trailer or the feeder department. And I was working mostly nights, uh, but home every day. And then I got a chance to try the long haul. And I did that and fell in love with that and been doing that probably for, I guess, the last 15 to 18 years um and about the last six years now i've been going to chicago twice during the week and to louisville kentucky on sunday which is about five thousand miles a week um but it's it's uh it's a lot of fun so okay so howard what was the math well rich said he drove over a million miles a year uh, uh, in his lifetime so far so we figured that if the earth is 25,000 miles in circumference <laughs> that he's done 40 trips around the earth <laughs> so can you imagine like you think about it like we, we worry about let's say the traffic on the long island expressway can you imagine if you drove to australia 40 times in your life back and forth <laughs> it's a lot oh. yeah that is that is a lot. So now I got to ask the other question. With that is, how do you do CW while you're doing that? <laughs> well, I don't because this what I do is a team operation. I go out with another driver who is sleeping while I'm driving, and after ten hours, I wake him up and he drives, and I go in the back and I go to sleep. Um, so because of that, I don't do any uh, ham radio. Um, plus being a commercial vehicle, it's distracted driving. You just don't want to get into that. Although I have brought my KX3, uh, QRP rig with me to Chicago when we have uh, about a six to eight hour layover waiting for a train to come in with our return loads, um, and tossed a wire up on top of the building and sat in a passenger seat with headphones on and operated CW, uh, a few times. 
but I don't do that when I'm driving. Um, I can have Zoom on and listen to the classes while I'm driving. Um, I listen to a lot of CW. I have a uh, SDR app in my phone so I can listen to the HF bands, um, but I don't do any operating from the big truck. I do do it from my private Jeep. I do a lot of CW mobile, and it gets interesting because I have a manual transmission, and I use a straight key. So oh, wow. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not for the faint of heart, but it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's interesting when Rich comes in on Zoom during one of the classes when he's driving, he's got this very big steering wheel in front of him. He's wearing <laughs> his brown uniform. It's dark out at night, and he turns his phone around so we see the road and all the street signs. And uh, it's, it's just amazing with this internet these days and and with um uh, a video conference platform like zoom we could have guys in long island that are the same strength and clarity as rich on the road as a guy in australia we're all equalized by the internet and therefore the, the classes are, are seamless no matter where people are yeah, it's it's really neat uh, actually i i neil i called in from a cruise ship uh uh two weeks ago to see how one of the classes were doing so, 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 am I going to have to ask uh, Rich QLF? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I send pretty good. And although we, we we are going to send up set up a big key similar to what the uh, Straight Key Century Club has done at Dayton, um, they usually have a large key they put on the ground and get people to send with their left foot. But um, <laughs> but I like all, and I like any type of um, uh, well between the five different types of keying apparatus between a straight key a side swiper single paddle dual paddle uh with an iambic keyer and uh a bug i have examples of all of them i have probably close to 40 different keys right now um and i use all of them i rotate them in and out at home and at any one point there's usually at least five of them hooked up um in you know in series to the radio so if i want to change keys i just move my hand i don't have to unplug and plug something else in um i like using them all well, for those that don't know, QLF is this this uh, imaginary Q signal that's are you sending with your left foot because <laughs> it sounds like you're using your left foot to send. So anyway, <laughs> had had to throw that in there. Well, we do have one more question, so we're going to end with this question here from uh, Ryan uh, Trillinger, um, and I. Ryan, I'm sorry, I don't have your call in front of me and I forgot it, but it says, I have been interested in ham radio for over 50 years, but listening to the CW records on a phonograph didn't work. Then I tried cassettes in my car while commuting in the seventies. That didn't work. Now that I have time, what next? Uh, well, th the method that we use, and it's used by a lot of the online and apps, is a combination of Koch and Farnsworth. Um, Koch is a fixed random order of letters. So if you have any other app or uh, program that you find that says it uses the Koch method, they're going to teach the exact same order of letters that, that we use. Um, I know, I believe the military had taught it like, say, E-I-S-H-5. They taught all the letters that were similar, like, you know, one dit, two dits, three dits, then the same with the dashes. Um, but that, in my mind, leads to uh, a student to counting. And once you start counting, that's really bad. Uh, Morse code is, a, is an audible language. It's not a visual language, uh, well, with the exception of semaphore or, or flashing light, but... Um, 
you, you don't ever want to use any kind of method that will lead you to counting the individual dits and dars in the letters. Um, that will really severely hinder your ability to, uh, to increase your speed. Um, stay away from any sort of visual aids. I know there's charts out there. You can put your finger on it, and every time you hear a did or a die, you follow it down this little ladder, and at the end, it'll tell you what letter was sent. They're gimmicky, but they're not going to do anything to help you learn it. Um, same thing with these phrases, like, uh, say, the letter Q, da, 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 God save the queen. People hear that, so they hear da, 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 and if they learn those phrases, they have to think what phrase that is. Okay, God save the queen, and that's the letter Q. You just decoded that letter twice, okay? And it, it, it's pointless to do that. Um, if you're trying to get up to good speed, you want to learn the code at the speed that you like to operate it at, which is what the Koch method does. It sends the characters at at least 20 words a minute. But Farnsworth gives extra spacing between those letters so that overall character, overall word speed might be as slow as five words a minute. But the individual letters are still being sent at 20 words a minute or higher so that your brain hears the sound that each letter makes, not the individual elements within that letter. And as you get you're training your brain and you're learning the language, because that's exactly what you're doing, then you reduce that gap. So instead of being five words a minute, you get it up to 10 and then 15 until ultimately you don't need that extra spacing because you have trained your brain. You've learned the language. And now you're operating Morse code with everybody else. Yeah, I, I can testify to that because when I learned numbers, I counted. And the rest of the time I didn't, but numbers still get me because I'm sitting there counting them and, and that, that will do it. So totally agree. Well, guys, um, I think that's that's all we've got for tonight, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. appreciate you sharing the information, and uh, let's remind everybody of the website again, and then uh, we'll take some final comments here before we go. Well, thank you very much for having us, uh, Neil. It's our pleasure. It was a lot of fun um, to be a part of this, and our club website is longislandcwclub.org. Uh, we put a lot of things up on that website of interest for CW. There's CW in the movies. Uh, there's historical photos of uh, CW back from World War II all the way till today. Um, it's just chock full of um, all type of things uh, that would be uh, interesting to any um, CW aficionado. And you could probably spend a couple of hours paging through all of that. So you can find us there, and you can have a lot of fun on the website. All right. So there there you have it, longislandcwclub.org. Oh, I forgot already. Org. 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 Yeah. Org. And uh, you can find them there and find all kinds of good stuff there. So, so guys, uh, final comments here. Um, Rich, go ahead. Uh, I just thank, thank you for uh, having us on, Neil. I appreciate it. And, um, again, if anybody's interested in learning, please check us out. Uh, we, w- we want to help everybody to have as much fun as Howard and I have operating CW. Yeah, that's right. I uh, should have mentioned that a long time ago. Our motto is um, having fun with CW. If you're not having fun, you're not going to learn it. So uh, for Ryan, who was uh, saying, you know, what next, you really got to be involved with the community to get the most out of learning 
um, learning by yourself or doing anything by yourself um, uh, is, is not a motivating thing. Uh, it's better to be connected to uh, like-minded individuals. Now, I remember those records, and I remember how fast I memorized the records. Um, and, and I found the other day, I found the original set of Farnsworth records that uh, that um, one of my college professors gave me. He was cleaning out some stuff, and he had those and gave them to me. And I still have them around, but but um, yeah, it, 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 you, you memorize everything pretty quickly on those. So that's... Uh, that's, That's exactly one of the downfalls, right. but but it, but it was cool that you could adjust the speed by, by <laughs> adjusting the speed of the record. That was kind of cool. <laughs> well, put it this way, Neil, I still have my 1965 Amico Code Practice. Uh, oh yes, record that, that I the used. One I used. I still, I still have my garage turntable where I could increase the speed. So I have all of that stuff still in the house. Yeah. So technology has changed, but. Uh, but the code has not, so it, it's right. still there, and, and uh, we hope that uh, people can take advantage of um, these opportunities to to have a community that uh, that teaches CW, and if they want to learn it, and and get on and make some contacts. So, guys, thanks so much for being on, and uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, talking again in the future. Well, thank you very much for having us, uh, Neil. Really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Thank you, Neil. All right, well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE, and Rich Collins, K2UPS, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and typing in. And invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Dave Swartz, W0DAS, is going to be back uh, to talk about the WWV 100th Anniversary Special Event Station. They just did some testing, so we're going to talk about that and remind everybody of that uh, special event coming up here very soon. And uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can find that at hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That helps others find us faster. So that, for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours. Came right back to my CQ call The readability five and strength nine You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn for 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log <laughs>